You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy <laughs> Podcast. I'm Joe Sanagato. And I'm Kate Wolf. And today we have a special guest. Molly Austin is here. Woo! Hey guys. That was we were doing a lot of woo and you're like, hey. Hey guys. I didn't expect the woo. Um, and it's honestly woo. I was yeah. a little stunned. Ow! Yeah! It's a lot in the earphones. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. And today we're gonna be discussing. Um, a very intense topic, even though our last episode was intense Pretty as well. intense, yeah. Child molestation. But now mm. we're going to death. <laughs> Those are kind of the same. <laughs> They're both <laughs> pretty intense things that you have to face the reality of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like confusing the names Stacy and Stephanie. Like, you know what I mean? Those don't really. I mean, maybe. You can see how it happens. So, well, here's the thing. So I got an email that from a girl that I want to read real quick. And I don't know if I'm supposed to mention her name, but she wrote, um, okay. Just bleep it out. I just wanted to email because one of my best friends died two weekends ago in a car accident at a park near where I live. Him and four other boys were driving 80 miles an hour in a 15 mile an hour zone. Three of the boys, including my friend Michael, passed away instantly while two are still recovering. This hasn't been easy for me to deal with since we were so close. However, I believe entirely that our souls move on after our bodies die. You guys have mentioned this idea on the podcast before, but I am still having a lot of anger and sadness, which I guess is understandable. By the way, it is totally understandable, obviously. I just don't understand why it had to happen to Mike. I feel like it isn't fair since he was in the back seat, not having any control over the car. The accident has impacted over 2,000 people throughout the various vigils and the funeral arrangements that have gone on. Um, anyway, and she just said she doesn't know if I, I'm going to want to talk about this on the podcast, but she'd like to hear our thoughts about what happens to our souls after we die. And I'd also just me, Kate Wolf, would like to talk about the concept of death in general. And it's it, actually I swear to God, three nights ago, I was just laying up, staying up in bed. I couldn't fall asleep. I was trying. And I just started really thinking about death, which sounds weird because I normally don't think about things like that. And I just thought about it and I was like, holy shit, it is fucked up that we're born. No of our own deaths. Like the mo- the moment you're born, you start dying, right? And you just have to be kind of okay with it somehow. You have to be like, oh, all I know about existence is someday just going to be gone. And I now believe that our souls do go on. And I used to not think that. So that's, I guess, a bit more comforting, but it's still pretty frightening and fucked up. And I just started like crying about it. Even just thinking about how, my son one day will be gone, hopefully long after I'm gone. I was like, what a crazy thing. What a crazy idea that we have to live with as a human to know of our own death. So there's our topic, everyone. I thought this, dude, I thought this was general death. I didn't know it was specific death. This is very, <laughs> Jesus That is so dark. Very dark. That's all right. That's cool. Uh, I Go hard or go home. Go hard or go home. I mean, listen, the thing is that we all have to die, right? We all have to do certain things. We all have to breathe. We all have to eat. We all have to pee. We all have to shit. We all have to drink water. We all have to die. So why is that the one thing that we all have to do that we dread so terribly? 
Do you it's know what I mean? It's so scary because you don't know what happens but after. The thing, but right. But the fear that we have of it is only the fear of not knowing. It's not because like we don't know anybody who's died. You know people who have died. Like you know people who have died. Like it's not like you're going to get left out of it. And the fear I think comes from people wanting you to be afraid. Do you and think? I think a lot of it has to do with religion. I think a lot of it has to do with... Um, like oh i i got you because you don't know what's about to happen i know what's about to happen so be afraid of it and then come do everything i tell you to do yeah i think a lot of the fear comes from that i mean but see so i'm in like a spiritual school whatever and they don't actually really talk they haven't talked so much about what happens after you die but i do fully believe that it's not the end when you die but i'm still terrified to die it's almost like an instinctual thing in my body like and and I've been, we'll talk about your car accident. I've been in a horrible car accident, even while believing that I would, you know, live on if I died. But in that moment, I was terrified. You know, I was like, I do not want to die right now. So it's just, you know, for me, even feeling like we go on and on and on and on for infinity, I'm still scared of death. Joe? Uh, I don't really know how to jump in here. I do want to hear about Do you your think about experience. your own death ever? Uh, I mean... Yeah, sometimes I, you know, you think about how, what, you, of course, I think everyone has that thought, like, what does happen afterwards? And people have their own beliefs. Some people believe that nothing happens. Some people believe that your soul goes on. And some people believe you come back as a fucking tree or some shit. But, you know, whatever it is, people seem to be afraid of it, like she said. She brings up a good point where um, she's saying, like, how religion is like, oh, you should be afraid because heaven hell uh, shit. yeah you get judged and you know blah 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 and uh can i have some money every sunday that'd be sick <laughs> yeah we'll give yeah. you a piece of bread it'll be dope here's some wine go home and pray a lot because yeah because otherwise you, you might burn in hell for eternity. right but i mean amen i, I don't know i i, I don't <laughs> think about it too much because i i just that puts well, a fear i don't fear. think you, I don't should. Think you should yeah you shouldn't live in fear like that i that, that not just takes away death, from your experience like, of life. Like you can't just live thinking like, oh God, I'm going to die one day. Like that just takes away from everything that you're experiencing. Yeah. Point. And I'm not saying go around thinking about it all the time. Of course not. But it's still something you, you have to face being a human, you know? And, and a lot of times it's our fear of death and our fear of change of form of any kind. That is where a lot of our anxiety stems from is just fear of change. We, as you need things to change. Without change, things would just be stagnant. That's worse than death, is something just being stagnant. And yet we fear change at the same time. It's really interesting. And in many ways, death is just big time change. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm honestly less afraid of death and more afraid of things that like I'm ac I might be left out of. Like, really? I have, yeah, like I don't have anxiety over death i have anxiety over because like you know you're gonna die it's not like you know what i mean it's not like something you're not gonna be able to do like you're gonna get in on that you know like <laughs> it's like the high school popular crowd like don't worry you're all gonna get to die you're all gonna be in the death club don't worry yeah i mean i'm more, can't escape it i'm more afraid of like missing out on um i'm more afraid of missing out on life than i am of being afraid of death and that's kind of a beautiful thought or thing you just said. Well, how how old is this girl that wrote you? She's in high school. She's in high school. So my my high school boyfriend died right after high school. Really? He fell downstairs and died, and that's God. kind of what made me. And then it was like right. It was right after nine eleven 
happened and my father was like missing because he worked right there. Are you serious? Yeah, and he was missing for the day and we found him. Oh and my then, God. Um, my best friend's father died and it was all very close together. So I really had this realization kind of early on that like this is just your deal. Like you don't know where it, or when and you should just kind of try to be a part of now because like it can really happen at any time and you do have to figure out like what it means for you uh, for me I'm not afraid to die and I do believe in um, like a bigger kind of existence um, even bigger than like us here like as humans I think we're more than humans I think you're part of um, kind of this infinite universe you know it's, it's absolutely it's never ending and it's it's bigger than everything and it's also the same exact size as you like you're already a part of it yeah you're already a part of the forever and then the never ending so it's just like a different stage of it i know i agree 100 percent. and you actually you can start getting into it you just about a month ago had a bad car accident where you thought it, i'm sure during during it you were thinking is this it yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've become one of those like Oprah's where I'm like, go. go. Yeah, right. And then she thought, am I going to die? Right. I, I kind of want to hear what happened with the with the car accident. I was um, I was in L.A. and I was with a very good friend of mine. We've been friends since I was 18 and uh, we were on the Pacific Coast Highway and on the Pacific Coast Highway, people park and go to the beach, but it's still a highway. So we were behind a line of cars that were still because somebody was parking like up here. So we were like the last of like nine cars just waiting, mm -hmm. but on the highway and an elderly man just couldn't stop and he hit us going 70. Whoa. And he. So it was from the back. Right. But because we were so close to the car in front of us, the front and mm. the back of the car were totally demolished. Oh. Like the, we just got like sand, like the engine came out. I didn't even know engines can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. But the thing is that I heard the bang, like I never saw it coming. Um, I heard the bang and then I saw, everything was in such slow motion. Like my friend Eric's glasses came off of his face and I just remember being like, why are Eric's glasses floating? Holy crap. And then like I felt the, the motion and then I felt like myself go forward and back and I thought it was an earthquake. Like I was like, is this what an earthquake feels like? I've never <laughs> been in one. And I, I was so stunned that I didn't realize it was an earthquake until Eric. <laughs> oh, you didn't realize it was a car accident. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was a car accident, sorry. Um, until until after until I heard Eric shouting because I was deaf for a little while too. Really? Yeah. Um, and then like I got out of the car and I was like super stunned and like ambulances came and police came and the f fucking hunky fireman came. Holy <laughs> shit, you guys! <laughs> I'm pretty sure firemen in Los Angeles are the result of the fallout of the soap operas being canceled because these guys. <laughs> had baby faces and I was like <laughs> it was like forever heaven and then um and then I was like oh my god they're probably all actors on the side I'm it's, sure yeah, actually yeah. yeah and then n the cops were not hunky uh, <laughs> the cops are not hunky and I was like, they're probably not actors on the side no they're just regular 
fat cops. cops. <laughs> and then I was like really out of it and I started like walking around. I didn't realize I was injured. And um, I heard one of the cops, my my enemy, actually, he, I dubbed him my number one enemy oh, okay. in my head. Uh, I heard him go to my friend Eric. He was like, sir, you're going to need to tell your wife or your girlfriend or whatever that she needs to sit down because she might be internally bleeding. And like... Mr. Mr. Sensitive over there. God forbid I give up feminism for like five minutes too. And I was like, can it just be Molly? You know my my name. You have my license. And like... But then I sat down. Um, But not before I got a good sassing in. Like, what is my problem? Uh, Yeah, but then it, you know, it kind of hits you afterwards that like that was... Because you hear people be like, oh, my God, like, you guys are so lucky to be alive. If you didn't have your seatbelt on, you guys would be dead. And, like, I'm like, you guys can tone this down. Was everyone, was the guy okay, the the elderly man? He had a seatbelt on, yeah, so he okay. was okay. But if anyone was in our backseat, they would have been dead because the... Everything, it got smushed, like it a got cordian. smushed yeah. right, right up into our seats. So it was... Jesus. It was gone, girl. And, like, a skateboard came through the backseat that was in the trunk. R- oh, wow. And, like, if someone was back there, they would have gotten it in the... Well, thank God no one was in the back. I know we were we were really lucky, you know, we were really lucky. And then like you and then I'm I've been on bed rest for a month. So you really have to kind of face these things. Well, at first you thought you were more okay than you were. Yes, I started doing stand up again, actually, afterwards uh, with a brain injury. And I ended up collapsing on St. Mark's. <laughs> wow. Terrifying. Which is like the grossest street in New York City. To oh, like you, you collapsed while walking on the street. Yeah. Mm. After I did a show. Because he was like, you really got to take it easy. You have a concussion. And I was like, that's fine. I got this. I'll just do my shows. And that's all I'll do. Because I was so exhausted. And I was doing the shows. And then because the only thing you're using when you're doing stand-up is your brain. Yeah. So, <laughs> Molly. So I was just doing these shows, and there was one that I was like a little bit nervous for because all these bigger comics were on it. And then like, so I was like thinking about my set all day. I did the show. I did well. I had another show at the stand after, and I unraveled on stage in oh. a way that was like dramatic. And I was like these poor people. You know when you're like, ah, what was I talking about? I forgot. That's what the whole thing was like. Really? I like couldn't. Oh, words, you mean you like mentally unraveled. I mentally unraveled. Like I couldn't I you couldn't you formulate. You like forgot your set or whatever? Not only my set, like I couldn't. Talk? Talk. Like I couldn't. That's almost like when people are having a stroke, they like can't pronounce certain yes. things. Yes. And then the ne- so then I went home and I was like, I got into bed and I was like crying. I didn't know I was crying. And then I like slept for 12 hours and I woke up and I like <sighs> went to a meeting with my manager because I have priorities. And <laughs> I went and then I came home and then I went and did another show. Oh. And then I fell down on St. Mark's. And this lovely, beautiful Haitian man helped me back into my apartment. And I meant to be like, what's your info? <laughs> but, <laughs> but you kind of weren't thinking straight know, for but that after, moment. Like the next day, I was like, I should have gotten that guy's info. My roommate's like, you're lucky to like be not in the hospital right now. Yeah, you definitely pushed She's yourself. Like, I almost called 911. And but she didn't. She just did breathing exercises with me, like I was in the mod. <laughs> wow, I remember. So I was in a bad car accident. I've been in two, but one was way worse. But after, I found it hard to just assimilate back into regular life. Like even going on Facebook afterwards was weird. Like 
you just think you're you might die like your whole world changes and then i just remember like talking to people felt different going on facebook felt different like i was just like oh my god i didn't even know if i was gonna be here and just it felt weird just like hitting like on facebook i was like no it was it was hard and i haven't then, really been on media i took twitter off my phone did you yeah i um i'm still kind of peeping instagram but i love instagram um, I'm never going to stop loving Instagram. <laughs> but like Facebook, I only go on to check my messages and I don't like look at the feed because it's not, it's just not real. Like it's just not reality and people treat it like it is and they treat it like their posts matter, but they're not, they don't. Like your posts don't matter. Your hashtags are fucking bullshit. Like get it together. Like nothing you're hashtagging, nothing you're posting makes a difference. Nothing. Well, that's kind of how I felt. I, I went on and I was like, your opinions I, are fucking stupid. I just was like, this isn't real life and I can't and deal keep with your low self-esteem to yourself. Wow. Like I'm not interested in these hashtag things. sassy Molly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hashtag concussion Molly. Yeah. Is the, like, I got time with a shit. Rudest Barbie in the box. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. And I, I actually, a lot of my friendships changed. Um, some got a little stronger and some people kind of fell off because some people couldn't even handle after the car. Like I would literally try to talk to people an hour after my car accident and they were like, anyway, so, and they started talking about something that just really didn't matter. And I was like, no, no, I literally was in a car with my kid, thought my life was about to be over. I don't feel like talking about your bullshit right now. Yeah. I'm laying in my bed sobbing every five minutes. Like, yeah. Something changed. And then, of course, I started seeing some weird purple energy and the spiritual world came crashing down on me. And oh, then there God. you go. And then here's Kate. And then here I am now. Aww. Yeah. Which I'm happy about. But I definitely that's before that car accident. I didn't talk to anyone about spirituality, spirituality. Like I would do the like I was into the quotes and that kind of life kind of. But it was after that that suddenly I was like, does anyone want to talk about aliens? You know, like, <laughs> hey, guys, like I thought it was crazy, though. I was like, I like crystals. Anybody else like crystals? No. OK, bye. I've like never this been closeted. in a... I was. I was a closeted, a closeted spiritual person. I'd see a pothead who I knew knew like some shit, and I'd be like, "Can we talk? Can we talk in that room real quick?" Um, I've seen some things. I've seen some energy, and I'd really like to uh, talk to you about it. <laughs> I've never really been in like a big car accident like that. I've been in a few, really been in a few like minor ones, but nothing like where the car was totaled or anything. It's so fucking scary. One of my good friends from high school, he was in a really bad car accident one day. His car like wrapped around the pole. Like it, his car, the entire car is fucked up except the driver's seat. Like wow. everything. And it's just like crazy. Like, cause you see it on the news and I'm like, I know who that kid is. And then I hear about it from the kids who, the other kids I went to high school with. And I hit him up and I was just like, you know, dude, what happened? And he's like, just, you know, he wrapped around the pole. He's like, I don't even remember Jesus. any of it. And it just like puts it all in perspective for you. It's like, you could like, you could like lose it at any time. Well, you know? so many people do. And I feel like I have to remember the next time I'm sitting in bad traffic, because a lot of times, you know, it's because there was a car accident. Instead of being like, oh, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. Be like, I hope everyone's OK. You know, because I, I definitely fall into that. Where I'm like, oh, traffic. And I'm like, almost always traffic's Sometimes it's just road work. But a lot of times it's a car accident. And a lot of times people don't make it. Cars are like just death traps that we're all just going in all the time. 
acting like it's normal. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's a fucking death trap you're I in. I mean, you can't think about it. Listen, everything's a tra- <laughs> death trap if you think about it like that. Uh, stairs are a death trap. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, crossing the road is a death. Like, the thing is, about death is that it happens and you don't know when it is. It's always like a surprise party. You know what I mean? You My- never, you can't really plan for it. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend James would always say to me, he'd be like, you're worried about this, but you could literally walk out the door today and get stepped on by a hippo. It was his ridiculous way of saying it, but like I always like picturing just a stepped big hippo. A hippo. Boom. You know, like I walk outside like, hello world, and a hippo foot. Boom. That's hilarious. That's the end of Kate. You also, know? hippos aren't that big. I love this guy. I know, just like a fucking monster hippo. He's just living in the world where hungry, hungry hippo is still happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I saw a video of a hippo the other day, actually, and they're fucking terrifying. Their mouths well, are the size of this table. A hippo will fucking kill you. Hippos, yeah. They're heard, not sweet. I heard they, they kill more people than sharks. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that fact. Yeah. But I believe it. It makes more sense, actually, if you think about it, because sharks are like, in the, you have to be like in the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, but where are you encountering a hippo? Yeah, people people live, live there. Hippos. Oh, yeah, that's right. People I'm like, guys, there. we're in America. No hippos. The here. world I know. There's no hippos <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. What, well, there's a world outside of where I live? Have you ever gone like bungee jumping or... Hell no. Uh, have you? Diving? I haven't, no. but I probably would. Yeah. Really? I think I'm going to go. I'm, I'm really, still not down. Uh-uh. As soon as the spine heals up, I'm out. I'm in it. Really? Yeah. I'm fucking, once these discs quit bulging, <laughs> I'm in... I'm in. I'm in the throne myself of a high. I can thing. see a guy not Honestly, knowing if he should get like turned on when you say these discs start bulging. Because yeah, for a right. second, I want to be like, "Oh yeah, are those?" And I'm like, "Wait, no, it's a it feels like a hard dick, right?" But it's not. It's fucking. It's really yeah. Fluid. Your back got fucked it's up. Fluid in my yeah. spine. It hurts. It's not great. It's not okay. But I. I don't know. I have to say. I really didn't at first, but now I do enjoy almost dying. Like I there hear is a sense to it that I'm really like into. Like I think it like awakens a part of you that you didn't know you had. And a hundred percent. It's also the concussion is <laughs> the concussion <laughs> really makes me do say things too. So maybe I don't feel this way. I don't know. I threw my bed in the garbage the other day. I didn't know I was on a con- I had a concussion for two weeks because the painkillers were so strong. I thought it was all side effects of the painkillers. Uh-huh. And I kept calling people like mommy's helpers and like asking them to help mommy. Are you serious? And like, yeah, it was a mess. It was, a, but it was, I was, I was just like. Did you have any memory loss? A, a little bit. I have a, I, I can't do, I can't subtract. <laughs> like I have, I have some cognitive stuff. Um, wow. And like spelling's a little difficult. Um, if I don't know you well, I will forget your name like uh and even it's it's weird like actors like i can't like remember actors names right. interesting that, yeah that, like i know well i'll be like you know the blonde <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like that happened to me i mean i had i've had two concussions in my life and one of them i had like pretty bad memory loss not pretty bad but like i forgot like six hours of a day where i just like was kind of like came to and was just like what the fuck yeah like, i feel like i just came out of a coma you know what i mean or it feels like you're drunk right yeah it feels like there's like a force field i've never around, had a concussion it feels like there's like a force field around your head really and it just feels like you feel like a like a weird energy to your head it's, it's hard shane to got a concussion two weeks ago and i was very upset obviously i felt like a horrible mom who didn't protect 
her kid. But I mean, that shit just happens. How do you get a concussion? But um, don't really want to talk about it, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Sensitive. Maybe off the air. Um, but <laughs> Having a concussion feels like... No, he was playing with a kid and they got into roughhousing. I just felt awful. You know what I mean? Because I was like... Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how badly his head had been hit in the thing. So like I dropped him off to his dad's and didn't even tell his dad because I didn't think... I thought he was okay. Right. I mean, that's not... People don't take people don't see head injuries as like if you get up people think you're fine yeah like and people like right now there are people in my life who i'm not speaking to because they're like you're fine and i'm like i gotta go what the fuck is wrong with them i gotta go lie down what's her face i'm forgetting her name but she was me too. an actress oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm forgetting everybody's there name. was a beautiful blonde actress i think her name was like natasha and she died. She was skiing with her husband, who's also a well-known actor. Who's oh, I, I know who you're you talking, know what I'm talking about. about? Yeah, and he's a bum bum. Yeah, she she got into an accident. I think she like hit a tree or something while skiing and got up, and everyone thought she was fine. And she died because she had a head injury, a very bad concussion. So head injuries are so serious, and that's why I felt so bad when my ex-husband called me like, "Hey, Shane's feeling nauseous." He said that you know, his head got hit hard. Like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, oh my God. Cause I'd been with Shane that whole night. And I'm like, he seemed a hundred percent. Okay. Like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, it's okay. Just wish you would have told me to look out for something mm-hmm. because if he had started throwing up, I would have assumed he had the flu. Like I need to know. And I was like, I am such an asshole. Like I felt so bad. Uh, yeah. I was throwing up and I thought it was the painkillers. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You had a really bad concussion. Yeah. And I was like, whew, these things are strong. <laughs> <laughs> And, pain, as, and that's like, true as well. Ooh, I am thirsty all the time. <laughs> One of my friends got a concussion once because he was like playing football in like Central Park and he was like running after a ball and he ran into a tree. Yeah. Oof. And then he called me and he was he said a bunch of shit. I forgot what he says. Like, oh, I just ran into a tree playing football. Like, I need to go to the hospital. Can you help me? And I th- and then he hung up. So I was just kind of like, what the fuck? And then he calls me back and he says the same exact thing. And like, mind you, my friend is, you know, whatever so i'm just kind of like dude are you fucking with me like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like why would you call me two times in a row like haha so then i just hang up on him he calls me back does the same thing again so i'm like this kid is really on this huh so (laughs) i try to fuck with him back and i'm like i just told my mom she's really scared so we're driving into the city to come get you thinking that he'd be like oh no dude dude, just kidding then he called me back afterwards and said the same exact thing that he was saying and i was like all right dude uh where the fuck are you so yeah, he had, that's but what, he ended up going to the hospital. He had a fucking pretty pretty bad concussion. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend that died—that's what happened to him. He fell down the stairs at a party in like an outdoor pool area. So there were stairs, and he fell down concrete stairs, and he got up. He was a big dude. He was like six five, and he got up, and he was like, "Whoa!" Had a beer. Oof. Hung out and was like, ah, "I really don't feel really well. I'm gonna go lay down." And died in his sleep. Like, that's, like, you Molly, don't... Molly, that must have fucked your world up. Yeah, for a while, yeah. Maybe uh, uh, until now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do something to you. It'll really knock the period right out of your uterus. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it does do something to you. It makes you see things very differently than you do before that. We'll and... talk about having to face you know, dark sides, you know what I mean? And like somehow, cause that, that's going to take you to a dark, sad place. And then to try to find the light and want to keep going 
when you're in that place like that's your boyfriend and someone you love that just sucks yeah but and I'm for sick. the and for this girl who, by the way I feel like I haven't even the, the the girl who emailed when she's saying like I know she believes that our souls keep going it's like even with that belief of course anyone dealing with someone dying you're going to be angry you're going to be like why yeah. did you take this person it is totally 100% okay to be angry pissed off at life sad even if you believe they're in a quote unquote better place or whatever kind of place of course you're going to feel angry and upset i do have to say though in times of mourning in i i didn't understand this when this happened to me and i wish i had it is so important to not drink. It's the only thing you want to do is get fucked up. And it's so important not to. And it's so important to get grief counseling. Like, you think you're handling things. You think you understand them. But you can end up doing, like, more damage to yourself than, like, you even realize and you could be making it worse on yourself than you even like realize and it's like down the road you know what I mean like I it takes a long time to come out of that stuff and you need to understand like what that process is it's such an important process to go through and if you're drinking or smoking or doing whatever you're doing to not feel it it's going to you eventually have to I mean even if you prolong it your whole life you're probably gonna have to deal with it in your next one seriously it's like it's something you can't delay you have to go through it if you don't if you don't get the help that you need and you you do need help when you lose somebody that you like love you need people to talk to you need like some kind of guidance because you feel very lost and it's just like make that your priority like make that kind of make mourning your priority and like get get through it I even say that with um heartbreak i wrote an article for elite daily and one of the ways to get through it is do not go and go off and do harmful distractions you know obviously if you want to do something good for yourself like a dance class fine but yeah a lot of people when going through any kind of mourning they do go to drinking smoking heavier drugs yeah and it's like you're not doing yourself a favor you are not um and it's funny because so I mean I'm not really going through a breakup anymore it's been about three months but I'm still feeling the effects of it because just a lot of sadness is coming up for me that I haven't let myself deal with in forever and I'll call my friends when it gets really bad and I'm like oh my god I get why I never drank I did other ways to distract myself and I'm like I get why I was never alone like I get why I was the serial monogamist who like couldn't sit by myself for a minute because it sucks dealing with this grief and this sadness. Sucks. It sucks. It is the worst. But I'm like, you know what? I'm done putting it off. I have to deal with this now. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be dealing with this in 10 years. So otherwise, you're just yeah. going to keep trying to fill a void with things and people. And generally, when you are in pain, the kinds of people that you are attracting are not really the kinds of people you want to be attracting. Like, the kind of guy Amen. who comes after you when you're at like your most vulnerable state is not the guy you want to be with. Like you want a guy who wants to be with you when you're your strongest. And like that's the kind of person that like keeps swooping in until like until like, you know, whatever, five years later, then you're like, Ugh, God. Girl. <laughs> no, that's exactly. And I'm trying to get to a point where I have a good relationship to myself and I'm filling that void with love, self-love. Cause I know that if I'm coming from that place whenever I am in another relationship, it won't be out of that lonely, you know, fill me, make me happy, save me. Because that's never going to take you to a good place. Right. 
I always try to tell people. One of my friends is going through like a really bad breakup, and he wants to be like, he's like, yeah, just all I want to do is like smoke and drink. I'm just like, you're really not fixing it. Or he wants to, like his parents are buying a house in Florida. He's like, I think I'm just gonna move down there. I'm like, the fuck are you like? What is that gonna do? Well, people want to change their external world when it's literally but you it's, have to deal with your internal. Exa- yeah, it's what are you gonna forget about it? Yeah, you can't unless you have that thing he from Men in Black. Oh, dude, I out. would give what? What would you pay for that? Who? Who would you sacrifice? Which celebrity would you sacrifice <laughs> to die to own that? To own what? The, the memory deleter. Oh, no. Didn't you see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No, but it, this one works. <laughs> no, <laughs> this, is, this is the point of that movie, which I've thought about. No, I know what it is, but I'm just but saying. It's like, like, it's a but real that's quick what I'm saying. Fix. But that's what I'm saying. You have to. Even it doesn't fix one shit. night. The night before, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, I just yeah. never have it. Uh-huh. You got it's that. But it's what you're saying. There's no. You literally. It's process. It's this. You can't. It really is. It a really process. is. It doesn't. But people use pretend, sex pretend too. like yeah. I mean, fucking drinking. Sorry. Can you curse on this? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Fucking anal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anal. The first curse. You know those curse, people. Anal. Those people that just do all that anal to escape. Anal. I guess you could. Cocaine you know? and anal. It's like I'm going through uh, some really tough times, so I started doing anal. Only uh, anal. <laughs> Only anal. So, just uh, anal. <laughs> I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking, but I am analing like Everyone. you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Not feeling any pain. Not, not emotionally, at least. Not emotionally. My ass really is a little torn, but yeah. <laughs> Yikes. There's got to be at least one person out there who's done that. I'm sure. Of course. Of course. Do you know I tried writing an article for Elite Daily that they literally sent me an an email today saying, like, sorry, we cannot publish that article. It was literally called How to Fill the Void We All Feel. And I think it was too much. Like, but I, this is what I talked about. And I brought up all this stuff. This is the problem that most of us suffer from because the problem is that Everybody has a void. Everybody has an Every because person. that is your base. Your base is empty. When you take away all the things that you have, there is nothing. And people can't accept that nothingness because we are like, we are just filled with shit since we are like kids. And like, especially in our society. Right. And yeah. then you're left alone and it's horrifying. The stillness and the silence is horrifying for most people. You and have to get okay with that stillness, that silence, and realize that you're actually, even though you, you, we all fill that void, we're actually, quote unquote, whole on our own. We just have to yeah. develop that and work that whole muscle, that wholeness muscle. And I don't know why people are afraid to talk about that. Like, it's a big part of us. Well, it Everybody, pissed me off when they were like, you know, and I love Elite Daily. They probably have um, never analed. Yeah, they just need, they need more anal. They need more analing. The world needs more anal. (laughs) Guys, let's just start a charity called Anal for Peace. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, Molly. Thanks. I'm the captain. You want to feel whole? We'll get a dick in that hole. (laughs) That anal hole. That's good. You'd be great at commercials. You'd be really great at commercials. Oh, you were great at that fucking mattress one. God. So we had a we had to do a mattress ad. Oh, I thought on the episode. That we did child molestation. Didn't think that one through. We're like, hey guys. <laughs> so uh, so you need a mattress? I'm like, what are we doing with our lives? Yeah, it was guys. like, what are we doing? We should have thought that was kind of pretty, pretty funny, actually. You but. can put that one on this one. Do you want a mattress for sleeping forever? Forever sleep? Forever <laughs> yes. heaven? You never know when you're going to go. Might be in your sleep. So do it on a Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up <laughs> I love I mean, man 
I just love that we did these two topics, though. Back to back. Just dark. But I just, I feel like this is the shit that matters. And yeah, when when they said we didn't want to publish that article, because I reread it. I'm like, did I write it in a shitty way? And I was like, no, I didn't. Wait, why didn't they... What did you write about that? You I'll think send it to you. I, maybe the they thought it was though? all over the place, but it really wasn't. I just think it didn't have like a list. Like it wasn't like six ways to fill the void. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I, I don't know. But I, when I wrote it, I sent in it there in. Like, oh, just give a lot of blowjobs or some wild no. shit. No. It was you about look feeling, at me like I, but, like yeah, you would I never say that. I know what you're saying. That. I've written articles, you know, about anal and stuff like that. But when I'm filling the void, no, I didn't. It was it was very I thought real, whatever, dude. You know what? I'm gonna actually contact Spirit Science. I want to read see the article. Want I'm gonna you send know it what? to you. I think those people are afraid, and I think a lot of people are afraid, and I think that's how you end up with people being really into the Kardashians. People are afraid, and they can't face reality, so that's their reality. It's a numbing. I'm telling you, there's been times. You. No, you're a hundred percent on people, the fucking if money. If you had sent in an article that was about. Um, what does Kim Kardashian do? She has a, she has a clothing, she has a video game, she has stuff, right? Yeah, like an app or something. Six ways to, if you sent in an article that was six ways to be more like Kim Kardashian, they would have fucking published it. I guarantee you. Ugh. I don't because think that people, has to do with anything with their morals though. It's just getting people But no, but that's it. what I'm saying. Like, like people, oh, Kim Kardashian. Well, people can't handle things that aren't easy to chew and swallow. Well, people love And sometimes TV. you gotta it take the deck. It definitely is like a, sometimes, what? <laughs> sometimes you got to take the deck i said sometimes well reality and i'm not even it, i'm not even hating it, on people i get why people want mind-numbing stuff you know i get it but it's like that mind-numbing isn't isn't helping anything it's not getting to the issue so yeah i felt like that but article it's also not was hurting getting to anything it. to have a serious conversation like it's not hurting anybody. no it's, it's helping it's just for some reason people are scared to have it you know why because then they'd have to face that void and a lot of people are using things like Kim Kardashian, porn addictions, drinking as a way to numb themselves. And they're like, wait, so if I, yeah, maybe in the long run I'll be happier, but I'm going to have to actually face the pain and feel it, which is what I'm doing lately. Well, that's what a lot of these medications brutal. are too. Yep. Like there are ways to get through this without medication, but we're okay. Why are we so okay with being like, here, here's my commercial. Take this pill instead of being like, let's talk about this. Are you feeling feelings? Yeah. Well, you take this pill and you will be numb. <laughs> you might not orgasm for two years, but who fucking cares? Your it'll, wife's cheating on you anyway. It'll feel like you're sitting on the bottom of a pool. Very calm. <laughs> very quiet. And you can't breathe. It's <laughs> 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 strange. This podcast is brought to you by antidepressant pills. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. God. Is this too dark for you? No, it's just. I'm cool with it. I, yeah, you didn't look at me to ask. No. Joe, are you okay no, with this? Are you this? okay, Joe? Yeah, I'm very okay. Are you okay, Joe? I don't want you to not be okay. Do you I'm want always some blueberries? Okay. I'm good. Joe's very, uh, I tell this, I feel like, to all of our guests, but he's actually very centered and stable. So I don't think this stuff freaks him out, but. It doesn't because it, I almost a, 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 don't understand most of it because. I can't even put myself in that state of mind where I would experience that because I try to avoid, you know, the extremes, like being extremely this and extremely that. And like when I am faced with something, I don't put it off. I don't blah, blah, blah. Like if I think about it and it makes me upset, that's fine. I, I you know, I tell myself like, look, it's cool. Like you're allowed to be upset and you're allowed to, you know, have that time period where you could, you know, whatever, but I'm not going to do anything to harm myself. I don't get 
uh, people who drink away their problems because that never registered in my mind ever. Like that's always been like a thing. You know what I mean? People talk about it like, oh, when people like in movies and shows, like when people get upset, like they head right to the bar and start drinking. It never occurs to me when I'm upset, like, oh, I need a drink right now. Like I'm just kind of like I don't. Okay, I try to crack. You do. You do. You guys not have alcoholism in your family? (laughs) I do. I have a a, like. It's very prevalent in my family. Actually, are you an alcoholic? I'm not. You're not. No, I'm not. Uh, Like a lot of my family is like sober though. Like I'm the only one in my house right now that actually drinks. Because you can. What? Because you can. You can handle it. You can, you uh, can do yeah, it. I can, I can yeah. do it in moderation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm able My to control. My sister's like that. She, like, but see, Joe and drink. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not a, I don't even like to drink. I've never had a problem with drinking. I just, which is, I guess, a blessing, but I've had my other vices, but, um, which is dating guy to guy to guy and always being like, why don't you love me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> so fun. But... but no joe is like such a puzzle to me because i do think he genuinely for whatever reason has been put into a vessel or you have an old wise soul and you know he's just very centered he seems very centered very centered but then i also wonder and i'm asking you because great arms too but do you think yeah (laughs) but do you think like do you think that that's all coming from centered or do you think he's not feeling certain crazy emotions or you know what i think it is i i, I, I i'm saying that not I even trying to insult i'm just like no like, right because do you I, think I when really... something bad happens you will go there i hope nothing bad happens by no, right. the way. Jesus. no i mean i've had i've had things happen to me where but i i was i was in a position where i'm i'm not able i'm not uh i feel like i didn't have the luxury to just break down because people were depending on me to not yeah you know what i mean so i like I'm not supposed to do that, so I have to figure out a way to deal with it, in a way that, you know, is okay for everyone. Like, so you're like just... a really healthy problem solver, kind of, or yeah. I mean, I mean, I, my whole life I've been that one kid that everyone will come to, and like my friends will. But will... isn't that a lot of pressure to, to like, not break down? Lessons? Huh? No, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not pressure at all. I just think that. <laughs> no, she goes like push-up lessons. Oh, that was a <laughs> just looking at your arm still. <laughs> <laughs> no um i was saying like i don't feel like it's a pressure it's more of like if i didn't experience it myself i've heard of people experiencing it and um now i know how they dealt with it and if they made the mistake then i know not to do that or uh you know what would be the best way to kind of you know handle the situation or whatever you seem i mean i i think you have a a, a pretty vast emotional understanding of yourself it that's what it seems like i mean which is awesome yeah it's i think great. i do as well I, I think it seems you have the ability to like you you do see your thoughts in a way that like you you see them and you're like oh that's that's a thought he yeah. doesn't let it like control him right. though no i you know what i do which I is do. the opposite of me i'm like i'm feeling angry i'm angry god why am i so angry i have like a photographic memory like i could i could yeah. look like in high school like where we have like vocabulary tests or whatever i purposely would not study for the test and then when i sat in my desk i would look at the book and get 100 on every test because Fuck i could you. just Jesus. see it like oh the, the word you. is over here no. so but like the reason why i'm saying that is because you know when i'm faced with whatever i can kind of create a visual like if i do it this way this is kind of how it could go but here's my one critique this is how it could here's go. my one critique of you but i don't really mean the word critique all right it's if i'm having an emotional freak out suppose i'm not even how do i say this if someone else is having an emotional freak out it doesn't ever upset me if it's real because i you know what i mean i'm like i'm always okay to be with someone in their sadness or if they're freaking out i'm like 
you can come to me. I get it. Mm-hmm. There's something, and I don't know how to say it, but like if I'm having a freak out emotional moment, there's a part of you that goes, like you get almost like annoyed, like handle it, deal with it. And I get what you're saying because you've found ways does, to do that yourself. I know what you're saying. Can I explain? Yeah. My father's I, like that. I, so there's, but do you know what I'm saying? There's a part there where I feel like it's not, it's cool that you've handled it like that, but, right. but there's uh, something there that's almost yeah. tough that uh, doesn't feel, I don't know. Well, the reason why I'm probably like that, especially with you, <laughs> is because I, I try to tell people like, because I'm doing this right now. One of my friends, like I said, is going through a really bad breakup and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been going back and forth with him and, and um, he only tells me because he knows I'm not going to be like, you know, because like, you know, my friends are like those typical, it's like, oh, dude, feelings, like you're mad, gay, Hillary, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they know that I won't do that. They like, if they, if you come to me, we're going to talk. So, but I don't want you to sell, because when you were talking to me, I don't want you to, because you, what you're saying to me is like. Selling myself short. Right. You're selling yourself short. Like, oh, like, why am I, why am I so upset? Why do I need, it's like dude fuck that like don't like you don't need that like you're fine like that's why i'm like dude why are you so upset like you're fine with or without that you that's just like, need a justin Jesus. bieber heart sign at him yeah, <laughs> it was so cute and sweet because i know what you're saying it's almost you're being like kate like you're worth more than that yeah like why the but fuck you know what I'm, d- I'm telling you honestly i would prefer if you even just took instead of like a 10 minute like you're fine saying like hey kate like because remember i've told you some some shit about my childhood like i've been through some shit so there are reasons for why i have some self-worth stuff that are really valid i'm sure do you know what i mean so it's like well and, and plus i mean joe and i are good friends but we're not like like you don't know no no like the deep dark history you know what i mean no. so but like i just think to even say like to take the minute to say kate you're amazing like you don't need that do you know what i mean like even just taking a minute to explain that seems yeah. um more compassionate than just being like you're fine because <laughs> sometimes they're just like you're fine you're okay get over it and i'm like well but you know what i mean like meanwhile i mean i don't like, say it like that we went we went to a bar and we fucking had a conversation i know the whole i night. know but you i didn't know, go yo you're fine sick peace maybe it's more when you're at work and you're like kate yeah because trying you, to edit because you <laughs> you call me and you're just like hey and i'm like what's up what do you get what do you need uh what's going on i'm like kate I yeah just but i'm talking about the times that i've been sad sad you know what i mean but i don't i purposely don't go i to, feel like you've only came to me once yeah i per- i try not to i don't even know like i would never call you hysterically crying i don't i'm not saying you wouldn't be there it's just not and like there are just some people like i really think that they're like people like i see i see the way like you even talk about it like mm-hmm. my father is just like that that guy i was in the accident is just like that like some people are just not as attached to their emotions. It doesn't mean that they don't have them. They just aren't con- as controlled by them as others. Like you have your emotions, you allow yourself to have your emotions and then you move on from them. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people have them and they have them forever. And like they're, everybody's just different. Mm-hmm. Like, and like you seem like that kind of person who, who figures out pretty quickly how to move past things. A hundred percent. Well, we've talked about that. Like if a girl cheated on him, he'd be upset, but he'd be like, all right, didn't work. It's not my fault. Doesn't mean I'm worthless. It's the Buddha. It's that. Yeah. yeah. And it's Joe's the Buddha. (laughs) We've talked about that. He's this old wise soul. I know. Joe's Joe's able to see things and just see them for how they are and release them. He sees the drama, doesn't get swept up in it. That's But it's like uh, one of the heart heart Justin Bieber sign. I didn't know that was a Justin Bieber sign. Thought it was just love. The believers. One of the things the though, is that? like, <laughs> okay. 
believers do that? No, not believers. Believer. No, I know believer. I know what a believer is. Believe. 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 You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you just mommed that so I'm hard. I'm such a mom. You just mommed it so hard. I'm such a mom. Molly, I mean. <laughs> oh, Shane's soccer game's coming up. Gotta bake them cupcakes. <laughs> Do I'm you? Not, no. God. Because you can just buy those. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what my mom used to My do. ex-husband does the uh, the buying of baked goods. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I have to say, it's probably so great having like an ex who's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like you're cool with because it's like. I mean, cool, to, you know, cool is an interesting word to use, but I'll tell you what. He's a good dad. But you guys are dependable. Cool. You guys are cool now. We're cool now. Well, I Most mean, of the time, yes. Yes. That's what I mean. But like, and then you get to split that shit up. Dude. And it doesn't even come in your house. If it weren't. Yep. Whoo. Or in this house, if you know what I mean. I know. That's your You badge, know what I mean? Girl, that's yeah. My pussy. Um, but yeah. It's Jesus. Christ. It's great. I mean, the joint. The joint. <laughs> I was so fine with that too. I was like, yeah, you're pussy. The joint custody. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. You pussy. Yeah. yeah, puss. Joint custody has been when I first. So Shane was two when it first happened. I was devastated because I was with my son all the time, and I was like, oh my god, how am I going to do this? And then honestly, I would not have been able to start comedy because I started after I got separated. Um, if I was a full time mom, I there's no way. So it's actually given me kind of almost a split life but not in a bad way right. you know you just get to have your personal life and you, oh yeah and you get to be a mom i was at a bridal shower and a lot of my girlfriends from high school were like talking about how they start to resent their husbands because they don't get enough personal me time they feel like they always have kids attached to them and i was like man i don't have to deal with that problem i have yeah. i have a whole other set of shit don't get me wrong but i get to feel like a separate individual which is pretty awesome yeah and i think that that's what a lot of people lose in marriage yeah and mother and I still get a lot of time with my son and it's because it's just me and him a lot it's a lot of bonding like him and I go to the movies and do like dinner dates it's really cute I really little homie he's my he's my homie and he's just so I mean you don't have to say it like a mom fine he's such a good kid he is god talk about an old soul he's like a joe seriously where he's just have you ever gotten together with Shane before I've met him once but they didn't really hang hang no but no he's like that he's just centered and you're like Good cool. for you. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you, dude. Good for you, I'll be having a cry fest and he'll come up and he'll Joe it up. He'll just be like, Mom, it's okay. Literally, I was upset and he goes, I think I said this. He's like, What are you upset about? And um I was like, I'm having trouble letting go. And he goes, You gotta be okay with making new memories. And I was just like, God damn it. God <laughs> like, damn it, you cute thing. I'd be like, Who the fuck are you what? <laughs> you gotta be okay with making new memories? If my yeah. kid said that to me, I'd be like, am I stupid? Why are you saying this? Why do you know that? Can I get it in was on this so, joint custody? I know. <laughs> but he said shit like that. All, I mean, before I was ever spiritual, before the car accident, um, and I think I've talked about this a million times, so sorry to everyone, but I thought that when you died, that was it. Not like in a bad, mean way. I was like, I think it's it. And, and Shane was like, you're wrong. We're all energy. We keep going. And yeah. I was just like, what the Shane's fuck? Shane's my main man. Shane's, yeah. He really is this little Buddha as well, so... Thanks for keeping your mom real. And sorry for keep doing the mom voice. It's probably a way of not getting emotional about no, it. It's homie. Nice. It's nice. He is my homie. He's my home. No, that's because that's I don't even ever talk like that. So it's definitely me trying to not feel like I don't want to be like, oh my God, without him I die. <laughs> talk about fucking fucked up death though. Like that's something that like in some parent, you know, to lose a kid, you're done. Yeah. Like, don't give me any fucking inspirational quotes there, dudes. That to me, and I know people get through it, so fuck yeah, but no, 
I I always say to the universe, I'm like, that's the one thing. Do not ask me to come back from. Yeah. Like you you fuck with him. I'm I'm out. Tapping out. Bye. Yeah. No thanks. No, that's the greatest loss a person can experience. Of course. It's greater than losing a parent. Uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, God. All I right. Don't know. Let's I've not end the podcast. Birth. I've never even had an abobo. A what? An abortion. Oh. <laughs> I like that we're on the same energy wavelength, though. We're like, pussy, abobo. Hey, Joe. <laughs> 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 He's Mr. Just fucking not attached to emotions over there. His emotions. I'm attached. You know what I mean? Like, you're not like riding the fucking, you're riding the wave without being sucked under into the wave yeah into the current I'm yeah surfing. you're surfing. just a surfer you're just a surfer dude that's what jesus was he was the working best at surfer the push out up there factory working at the push-up factory <laughs> get off yeah the look ship. at that look at that jawline yeah yeah yeah. those nice kind you probably get some highlights <laughs> when you get that hair in the sun don't you you get, get that hair in the sun highlights? you get some fucking no, no, no. blonde highlights in there no he just shot. comes off the beach with perfect streaks and he's like oh hey just uh you know thought about the about. meaning of life, no big deal. Oh, these highlights, yeah, they just happened. Anyway. Just the sun, oh, just and the his, sun kissing his head. girlfriend, by the way, is the most Smoke beautiful, show. sweet. Yeah. yeah. Smoke just show. like Smoke literally show. double D tits that are perky. Not no, even come yes, on. Swear Did to she God. Have a reduction? Listen, I no. I, I asked her the first time I saw them. I Seriously. Was like, and she's nice and smart. I was like, Are you I was like, Are your tits fake? And she's like, What? I'm like, Are your tits like it's fine. I'm not like, and she's like, no. It's fine as if a guy would be pissed. And like, I was like, take him out. Geez. I want the real thing. No. Some dudes fucking. I guess. You know. Some guys aren't into fake tits. Some dudes are fucking weird. They don't like the weirdest I'm shit. I'm not into fake tits. I mean, whatever. Do whatever you want with your tits. I don't give a fuck. If you have some great fake tits, I don't care. I'm I don't, into I don't need tits. someone tweeting at me being like, you're against fake tits. I'm, I'm into all the tits. I'm into all the tits. tits are I don't, How I don't can you have not like tits. tits? I got double A's. So anytime I see a titty, I'm like, yes, titty, titty committee. Like, I'm really into tits. Tits if are I what tits, nurture all of us. If I Seriously. had tits, I would have them. I would be in these drop top V-necks and I would have my tits up to my chin Good and they'd you. be bubbling all over the place. <laughs> It'd be so cool. Just glitter on them titties all oh the time. Oh my god! I'd be that roll Strobe on glitter, lights, disco balls. Oh just god! Like. If I could just get tits once a week, it'd be the best <laughs> day of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, but now, like as an adult, like I don't, I don't want them because they look like heavy and uncomfortable. Mm. Like, but if I could get them like once a week. <laughs> I get it. Like I get them. Just wear some tits once a week. Yeah, but like I Wait, don't. Wanna, I think no. I don't, they I don't, have this. They're so expensive. No. But women can get those shots where they're, they have like fake boobs for two days. First of all, that sounds that's gonna stretch your so skin unhealthy. Out. And yeah, like, my, hello stretch marks and hello cancer. Maybe fake, you don't yeah. know what that shit fake can do. My to tits you. are still eighteen. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh yeah. Hit her up, guys. <laughs> Molly Austin with them eighteen-year-old titties. <laughs> <laughs> I like laughing at my own joke. That's really tacky. I'm like, <laughs> I am funny. You're 18 year old titties. 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 I did shave my vagina, everybody, did a you? couple days ago. That's Hadn't shaved in two and a half months because it was breakup vagina. Like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. why am I going to shave a vagina that no one's going to see? That's going to depress me more. And then I That's was wearing almost shorts. The equivalent to like, drinking. and I could see some of the hair. And I'm like, okay, Kate. Mm, dastardly. No. That is dastardly. Not That's okay. Yeah. And I shaved it. And I have to say, I feel happy. It, I feel it like, gives you a little pep in your step. I'm I gonna, have a little yeah. pep. 
I had concussion vagina and I didn't shave it for, yeah, for like a month, for however long it's been. And then I shaved it the other day and I was like, way to go. Look at that little pat. What, let it, there pat you are. Stamp. There you are. I do have a uh, horrible granny panties on, so that's not really helping the pat. But oh, not me. I got some gap cash and I made it rain thongs. Hell <laughs> gap cash. Yeah. I fucking love gap underwear. If you need Oh, I thought good... you were not your vagina gap. And I was like, look at you, Molly. Oh, no. I was like, I've never heard of a girl just own that word so good. Like, Called it the gap? Yeah, you know I got a gap. <laughs> I'm gonna call that it. axe wound that I'm covering up with some thong, some thong. <laughs> this axe wound. <laughs> Holy shit, that is the worst. I heard of a guy called an axe wound. I love it. I think I've heard of my it, friends. Yeah. That's heavy. A axe ga- wound. Gash. Axe wound. The axe wound is pretty funny. Is that is? Did stand up say that in his act? I don't remember. I think I've heard that. I think it some, ca- I feel like some people call it an axe wound. It's just hilarious. It is funny. An axe wound. An axe wound. That is just get the cupcakes, guys, because that is good. <laughs> Gotta go to the soccer That's game. That's what you should bring with you to your uh, soccer did you, wait, game. Wait, did you hear about the mom who brought in vagina cupcakes to her kid's class? Shut up. <laughs> and, the, and they didn't let her in, and she was like, like, like she wrote like a blog, like how upset, like the vagina is. I'm like, no, lady, no. I'm all about feminism and loving the vagina. You do not bring vagina cupcakes to your kids' class. Why did you do that? I want to. Can you like dick cupcake? You can't do that. Oh my god! If I had a kid and somebody brought in dick cupcakes, I think I would physically fight them. I don't even know. First of all, did you hear about the teacher who like was giving out cookies to his students that had his semen in them? Okay, this took a turn. This took a turn. Oh, my God. You know, that's like a thing that some guys do. I heard about this one guy who um, jizz on Cheez-Its, wake his wife up in the middle of the night and make her eat them. Did she know there were jizz on those Cheez-Its? Yeah, they got divorced. Yeah, well. Why would he? Why Cheez-Its? An elite daily. Sign you know you're the wrong guy. He wakes (laughs) you up in the middle of the night and makes you eat jizz Cheez-Its. Jizz Cheez-Its. Number two, he punches you in the face every day. (laughs) (laughs) Three, you hate him. Four, you never want to fuck him. The thought of his dick makes you vomit. Five. All right. There's a smell. <laughs> why Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its are so good. Why would you ruin it? I don't know why he did that, but I haven't really. You're asking why like this guy has like just good. Honestly, I couldn't even make that sentence if it was a snack work. that wasn't that great, he would, like, for, he would but... like feed them to her like individually. Dude. And like, if I a dude think, woke me up in the middle of the night, first of all, don't like, wake me up in the middle of the night. I just fell asleep. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. And but now you woke me up for Jesus. For Jesus. For Jesus. Jizzits. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Should we call it Jizzits? No. Death and Jizzits. <laughs> Death and Jizzits. The two inevitables. <laughs> I keep snorting. Which happened, I'll tell you, these snorts happened yeah. about a year and a half ago when I started finding myself more and loosening up. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, see? I started and then the snorting. Yeah, because yeah. you're loosening up. Yeah. Loosey goosey. All the cool kids are doing it. Diane Keaton. Joe. Fucking loosened her turtleneck up. Oh, hello, Watch Diane. Yeah. Rare. Do you want to end this podcast? I don't even know how to. You I don't. Know. You know what? I don't know. What Death and jizzits. That's all. That's what life's about, guys. Um, <sighs> Joe, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Molly, where can <laughs> yeah, like, where can they find you? Um, really not on media anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be on St. You can, Mark's. Y- I'll be on St. <laughs> Mark's. They, no, find your YouTube channel though. You have no, such, don't no, leave me oh, alone. Jesus Christ. I don't even want them to see that. <laughs> leave me alone. They Hashtag can, Sassy Molly. I do. I do a weekly show. Uh, it's called the Big Pony Show, and the ha- Twitter handle for that is at Big Pony Show, or just at. Big and her Pony. name's Molly Austin, sure. which is 
one of the coolest names to have. Thank you. It's like Texas, not Jane. All right. That's what I tell the telephone. And you, y'all, y'all can find me at the Kate Wolf 2Fs. If you want to email us, you can do so. Invasion of Privacy Podcast at gmail.com. A Southern accent's one of the few accents <sighs> I can kind of do. But that's about all. Oh, and Jewish mother. Wait, Katie. There we go. As soon as I can say Katie, I can get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, everybody has to Katie, why are you so angry? I'm like, well, I've got a couple reasons. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Where did this go? This has been real. It has. I've loved it. Like real, real. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can <laughs> jizz it's real. You can dig around in my jizzits anytime. Oh, hello. Yeah, I liked it. I'm not even sure what that means, to be honest. <laughs> it means you can enter the cuckoo cabeza anytime you have the dinero. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>